Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to season two of Cambridge Islamic College's podcast, the Tafsir of Surah Kaf. How can we prefer the afterlife over this life? How can we prefer faith over materialism? Sheikh Akram's Tafsir of Surah Al-Kaf explores this in the light of the Quran, the challenging issues of the modern times, and what guidance we can get from this surah to find a solution. وَيَوْمَ يَقُولُ نَادُوا شَرَكَاءِ الَّذِينَ زَعَمْتُمْ فَدَعَوْهُمْ فَلَمْ يَسْتَجِيبُوا لَهُمْ وَجَعَلْنَا بَيْنَهُمْ مَوْبِقَةِ Serious day will come really, serious matter. The day of judgment will come when the things will be so serious. And now Allah SWT will say, okay, go and call the people who, who you used to call in the world to help you, call them to help you. You know, in this world, you used to go to Muradin Chishti, you used to go to Shaitan, you used to go to Iblis, you go to this saint, you go to this thing. You know, those saints, we love them. But shaitan, saints are not gods. They are not Rabb. So they are, if they are pious, may Allah forgive them and may Allah make, make them near to Him. But they are not your helpers. They are not, they are not Ilah. They are not gods. They are not Rabb. In the day of judgment, Allah will tell the people, where are the people? Now you go to the hellfire? Ask them to help come help you. In the world, you did not listen to me. Now I'm going to throw you in the hellfire. Call them to help you. Then they will call them. What will happen? Will they listen to them? No. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make between them barrier, barrier destruction. If you want to go there, you will fall in the hellfire. So Allah said, وَيَوْمَ يَقُولُ When He will say, when Allah will say, نَادُوا شُرَكَائِ Call my partners. Means my, those people who you think they are my partners. Those people who you claim that they are my partners. نَادُوا شُرَكَائِ الَّذِينَ زَعَنْتُمْ Call my partners, those partners, that you claim, you made up, you made that they are my partners, call them. فَدَعَوْهُمْ Then the people who call them, they will call Iblis, they will call Shaitan, they will call all these partners. فَلَمْ يَسْتَجِيبُوا لَهُمْ But those partners who they made, they will not respond to them, they will not listen to them. Think really easy, you know, imagine a situation when nobody can help you. Imagine a situation when no helper you have got really. What will happen? Think really, imagine that the hellfire is there and Allah is going to throw certain people in the hellfire forever, burning forever. So severe punishment and nobody to help them. And Allah says, okay, call anybody to help you. No helper. And they call people, they don't listen to them. Tell me how much humiliation will be there and how much pain will be there. Now in our time when people are put in the prison, they still have hope. Maybe one day they're released. People still have some hope. But then no hope, really. all the hope is gone. Nobody is going to help. Nobody, no angel, no messenger, no prophet, no saint, no shaitan, no iblis, nobody can help. They will not listen to you. Mawbiqa means a place where people fall and they die, destroy. The mawbiqa means a place of destruction. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make a mawbiqa between them and between those partners. Meaning if they want to jump to them, they will fall in the hell. And those who want to come to help them, they will fall in the hell. There's no way. They can't meet each other. Even if they want to come to help, they can't do it. First, they will not do listen to them anyway. If they want, you know, if, if there is any intention, Allah has made so many barriers, they will fall in that. Because the kingdom there belongs to Allah alone. To whom belongs the kingdom today? Lillahi al-wahid al-qahar for Allah who is the one and who is the dominating. Nobody shares anything. He is the alone doer. 
Nobody can do anything. Nobody can go. Nobody can help anybody. This day will come. That that what this book is. This book is came for serious matter. Really. The book has come to warn us against the hellfire. Now we are using this this book in the far conspiracy theory. The theory. This book is such precious book, and we use the book for a small thing. For this theory of conspiracy, we are using the book to predict when the judge is going to come. We use the book to tell when judge is going to come. The book actually has come to save us from the hellfire, to tell us the big news. Quran says, "Yani asaluna ka inna bayla alim, yasaluna ka anina bayla alim." They ask about the big news. Quran has come to tell you the biggest news. And you think about the small news, the small thing. Quran is concerned the biggest concern. Quran is concerned to save the people from the hellfire. Quran is concerned to tell people the real, real matter. The real problem of the humanity is not the jail. Oh, you know, oh, God and Megal. The real problem is the hellfire. Even if people have no Dajjal in their life, it's still the hellfire is there. They go to face. It will come. People have to save themselves from that. That's the real problem. Quran wants to tell you the real problem, the serious problem. So Quran says that this is going to happen. وَرَأَى الْمُجْرِمُونَ النَّارَ فَظَنُّوا أَنَّهُمْ مُوَاقِعُوهَا And the criminals, مُجْرِمُونَ أَجْرَمَ You know, أَجْرَمَ means to do crime, to commit crime. You know, criminals, meaning they don't, don't listen to Allah, always sins, always disobedience to Allah, never listen to him. They obey shaitan, they obey, you know, iblis. These people, they see the fire now. The fire about which Allah has been warning for all the time, now they can see with their own eyes. It is there. They can't escape it. It is in front of their eyes. And now when the messenger says, you don't see. You have to believe in the messenger's knowledge. You have to believe in Allah's knowledge. Allah said the time will come and the criminals they will see the fire with their own eyes in front of them they will believe now comes in Arabic language for more than one minute it comes at the meaning of thinking but also kind of meaning of believe they now will believe they will certain now they are going to fall in it. You know, they are going to fall. They are going to fall in it. Nobody can. You see, the Quran does not say means to, to fall. That's waqa means. Waqa means to fall down. Like you know, something fall down from the from, from table to say waqa. That's waqa means to fall down. Like if people fell down in the in hellfire, you say waqa. And awqa means to make someone to fall down. So, for example, if I, I make someone to fall down, I say, awqa'atuhu. Awqa'atu zaydan fawaqa'a. I made that to fall down and he fell down. Waqa'a yuwaqa'u means when you make me to fall down and I make you to fall down. Both are fighting. Waqa'a yuwaqa'u means everybody fighting. Quran said, فَظَنُّوا أَنَّهُمْ مُوَاقِعُوهَا They will believe they are going to Muwaqe. Muwaqe means such a big crowd, huge crowd, like pushing everybody, everybody pushing each other, everybody making everybody to fall down. Anhum struggling, making effort to, to, to make the other person to fall down. Anhum struggle. That thing really, what the scene will be there. You know, millions and billions of people and crowded and rushing and like pushing each other. In, they don't will unless want to make them to, to fall down. 
not only fall themselves, make everybody else to fall down. They're pulling everybody. Everybody pulling everybody else. And they're making the founder. Can you translate this? I don't know how they translate in English language. But muwaqi'awwa does not mean that they're going to fall down. What translation is that? And they will believe that? They will? Yeah, fall. That's right. So, what is the fall? It that's waqiyuna. There, I'm trying to say, you know, very often translation, the real sense of Quranic message is lost, because Quran not saying that they're going to fall. Quran not saying fawannu anhum waqiyuna fiha. Quran is saying fawannu anhum waqiyuha. Waqa means when you make me to fall and I make you to fall. Struggle, meaning is such a big crowd pushing, pushing everybody, mixing. People are mixed to each other. You know, when one force, the other person also forces down. That's what Muwaqiyahuwa is. You know, they, they will believe. Meaning is, Quran wants to give you the idea of the big crowd. The huge crowd. You know, huge people are, you know, in numbers and numbers, big crowd, they're falling with each other. They will believe. Think really, if such a big number of the people, why they can't save themselves? That, that, that the Quran also want to indicate to you this millions of billions of people to why they can't stand. No, we are not going to, you know, let you to make us to fall in the hellfire. Like in this world, when you know when the king wants to make a law, sometimes the people protest, and the protest so strong the king cannot do anything because the people are so big in number. That's why the way the rulers rule in the world is divide the people, never make them unite because they unite, they will not let you to rule. So the way always to divide the people, make the people in different groups, you know, white and black, Muslims and Christians and Jews and you know Indians and immigrants, so many categories. So then, then it's easy for you to to rule, because then you can raise one group over against the other group. So that's how the people always have been doing. When kings make any policy, where people somehow come united, that's dangerous. Then the kings lose. Then the rulers lose. Then the people protest, you know strongly and they can't do anything. You can see in this world, sometimes you make a law, they want to make a law, but everybody protests. They can't do. Now Allah SWT is making such a huge number of the people, billions of people to fall, fall in the hellfire. Can't they protest? Why the pushing is to do? Why they can't stop? Why they can't stand? No. We are not going to go in the fire. Do what you, what you can do. Nothing like that. No will there. People have no will to resist. People have no will to protest. People have no power to protest. Nothing really. All the power of protesting, of resisting, has been taken away from them. All this. If Allah wants them to go there, they will be pushing each other to go there, to fall in the fire. But really, that is time really. No, no, no hope for anybody. They will believe that they are going to, you know, in the, in the crowd and pushing, they are going to push each other to fall in, in the fire. And they cannot find, they will not find any escape from the fire. No escape. Huge place, but no escape from the hellfire. Though, besides, there will be millions of paradise as well, a garden. Can they run to garden? Can they run to paradise? Can they take refuge? Can a son, can, can a son ask his mother, Oh, my mom, you love me so much, now I'm the hellfire, give me protection? Give me a small room when I can take shelter. It never can happen. In this world, it happens. People sometimes can provide provide shelter and protection for the you know for uh, for the criminals and for, for for the people. 
بٹھیر یُتھ یِم نیور ہٮ۪کن ورک ہیز دِ وَن ہا مصرفا دے ول نیور فائن اینی مصرف وٹ مصرف مین صرافا مینس ٹو ٹرن اوے دے ول نیور فائن اینی پلیس وچ کین ٹرن اوے دا فائر فرام دم وٹ مصرف مینس مصرف مینس دا پلیس دا پلیس وچ کین ٹرن اوے دے ول ناٹ فائن اینی پلیس وچ کین ٹرن اوے دا فائر فرام دم نو پلیس نو شیلٹر نو پروٹیکشن نو مصرف یو بی دیر نتھنگ ریلی دیٹ ہاؤ ویک پیپل ول بی دیر ہاؤ بیڈ کنڈیشن دا پیپل ول بی دیر ان قرآن سے دن والا قد صرفنا فی هاد القرآن للناس من کل مثل بے ناس اپنی ہاؤ دا قرآن یو فس قرآن سے مصرفن ان فرام مصرف قرآن یو اندر وہ صرفنا دے ویل نا ہیو نو مصرف نو پلیس تو ٹرن اوے ان اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی ہی سو پاور فول ہی فرام سیم تنگ ہی کن میک سو منی تنگ تو اللہ سبحانہ وتعالی والا قد صرفنا صرف ہے صرف و مینس ون یو کن ٹرن پیپل سو منی ویز The same thing, like you know, like there are some, some things, you know, and you, you have to make many, many combinations. You can make any, many combinations first. What about words? If I give you, you know, 10, 20 words, and I ask you how many sentences you can make from the same words, you can make many, many sentences. You can combine this way, this sentence, this way, this sentence. People can make it. That's sarrafa means. Sarrafa means to exchange, to turn, to, you know, to use a different possibility, you know, that, like, you know, in the, in the past, people used to do this. Uh, you know, uh, in the library of Nazareth Olama, we have seen a book, uh, you know, to display very huge book, thick book. You know, how to return actually is uh, that in the columns, you know, the, in the columns. So if you read uh, from right to left, it is hadith. And if you read the words uh, from the top to the bottom, you know, vertical like that, uh, then it is fiqh. And if you look for, read from the down to the top, uh, it becomes philosophy. And if you read, you know, from right to left, you know, so many combinations. And if you read from this way, this way, the words are put in a way, you can read from so many ways. But when you read from right to left, it's a hadith. When you read from top to bottom, it's a fiqh. They spend so much time in this, not easy, but people have done this thing. That was sarraf. Sarrafa means, you know, you, use, you, know, you change the same thing in so many different possibilities. No doubt when a human being does, makes a lot of effort, a lot of ability, not easy. And people are spending their time in, in this matter so much. Don't understand how the thing really that how to end the line so it becomes meaning and then from the end of the word they go down it becomes something else another sentence it's really not not easy. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "وَلَقَدْ صَرَّفْنَا فِي هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ لِلنَّاسِ مِنْ كُلِّ مَثَلٍ." We have turned and we have used variety of uses for the people in this Quran. مِنْ كُلِّ مَثَلٍ from every example. What مَثَل means? مَثَل in Arabic language in the Quran use for those things which are beyond our knowledge or beyond our experience. Like, you know, so there are certain things we know. Like in this world, you have got you know, your faculty, the eyes, and all those things. They, you can use for the things which you have experienced. But Allah SWT, the universe is much, much huge. You know, whatever you have got, very limited, small. And Allah SWT, the universe is so huge. So when Allah SWT wants to tell you any reality about the other world, how you know? Because people only know what they have seen. And he wants to tell you about something which you never have seen. So what he does? He used the same word. So meaning can come nearer to you. But you know, if he uses the same word, it still will not be clear to you. So what he does? He uses the same word in different ways. Sometimes this way, sometimes that way. So if you keep listening and reading this again and again, some meaning can come to your mind. 
for the people, we have used in so many different varieties of every example, every method, everything. About the hellfire, so many different verses in the reality about it. You know, from this angle, from that angle, the people can understand all the stories properly. Allah's power in the Quran, so many nice, so, so much nicely explained in so many verses. If you read them properly again and again, you can understand. Why Allah Taala want to explain this thing? So nothing can be hidden from you because things which you can see, it is your experience. But things which you cannot see, if someone tells you, so it is not easy to understand. So Allah wants you to understand properly. So he uses, he says same thing in different ways. For example, like you know, a good teacher when he teaches a, you know a students, so he will teach you know any any discipline or any theory, but he will give more examples, many many more examples. Many, many more examples make actually help you to get the theory or concept deep in your mind. So, for example, if I'm teaching you Arabic grammar and I teach you what Muqtada Khabar means. So, if I'm a good teacher, what I will do, I will make, you know, 10, 20, 30 examples of Muqtada Khabar of different ways. So, the concept becomes much, much clear to your mind. Then nothing will drift. Then you know everything properly clearly. No ambiguity, no misunderstanding. That's what Allah does really. Because Allah wants to tell you the realities of those words that you don't know. The hereafter, you know, the paradise, the fire of hell, the punishment, you know, the death, and Allah SWT Himself. So what He does, He does, it says the same thing, but from so many different angles. It's different sentences, different words. He keeps changing the word, the examples. So things become clear, so much clear. You know, He did not say one way. If it is only one way, you can say, I did not understand. There are so many different ways. There is no possibility of not understanding really. If people read the Quran properly, the hellfire, the punishment is known to the people so clearly. Allah says, we have actually made it so clear. But people don't want to listen. But the man has been, you know, the most thing that he does actually argument, discussion, contention, you know, contention. So who are the people? We have explained so many different ways for the people. Who are the people? Unbelievers. People of Makkah, Quraysh, and then everybody else. Allah wants to say that these unbelievers, these people who don't listen to you, for them, I explain every single thing so clearly, so many examples. But human being, same people, but human being, this human being, he is actually mostly arguing, just argument. They don't want to listen. They just want to make argument. You know, if somebody wants to argue, nothing can explain to them. Nobody can explain to them. If somebody wants to keep asking questions, nobody can. Like philosophers. Philosophers' way is not to understand. Though philosophy is to understand. The purpose of philosophy is to make you to think and understand. But many of these philosophers, their purpose is actually not to understand. They keep asking questions. You say one argument, they create a new problem. They say, no, this does not work. Then you are another argument. They say it will not work, then you become tired because nothing can work in philosophy. There is no argument which is convincing. No argument. Though every argument is helpful, but nothing convincing. So, whatever argument they make, somebody more clever than them, he can easily say, No, it is not working. There is a problem. There are see the differences among the philosophers in the world is more the differences of the experts of any discipline. Philosophers are different, differ so much that nobody differs. Philosophers will differ even about this matter. Do I exist or not? About this matter also they differ. 
So there are philosophers who say that we don't exist. And they prove that because they think that we don't exist, they no prove that we exist. So even this obvious thing, they differ. When people make argument, nobody can convince them. If people want to get guidance, you can guide them. You can explain them once, twice, second time, third time. If somebody does not want to listen to you, I just want to argue, keep arguing, there's no way in the world you can make him quiet. There's no way you can convince him. There's no way anybody can convince him. If somebody does not want to listen to, uh, to be Muslim, if somebody does not want to believe that the Quran is the book of Allah, there's no way you can convince him. But if people really want to understand it, Quran is really so clear. You know, last night in Tarawi, really, you know, some verses were read about you know, Ibrahim Islam and about all, in the story of uh, Lut Islam and how they just come. You know, when I read it, I was thinking that these things never can come from, from any human being. The way they are put, really, it's impossible for any human being. So if you read the Quran properly, you can see really this, these things never can be from human being. Also, think like the universe, you know, the sun. You know, if people, you make a lamp, the people can think, oh, also I can make a lamp. You can light electricity, some people. But sun, can you make sun? You know, sun and moon and how they work, you know, how Allah SWT made, can people make? So Allah, the way Allah SWT made the Quran, if you read it properly, you can see, you can believe, it never can be a human being. So Allah SWT has made the Quran, you know, hellfire and paradise so clear. If people think seriously, they can believe. But if people don't want, they can always keep around. Quran says, People basically are these unbelievers. The only thing they know is argument. All the time, discussion and argument. Tell me, if people argue, what can help them? Nothing can help. Like, you know, Sabir, one of the, somebody was in Kufa, his name was Sabir. The Sabir used to have many questions. Kavaran of Kufa, Abu Musa al-Ashari. So Sabir all the time keep asking questions for which Abu Musa Sharif did not answer. So he wrote a letter to Umar Khattab and said there is somebody Sabir who has many questions and we don't have the answer. What do we do? Umar said send him to Medina. Then Sabir was sent to Medina and he had questions. Umar Khattab took his stick and hit his head once or twice. And then it becomes too much. Then Umar asked Sabir, do you still have the same question in your mind? Doubt? He said no, everything gone. No question now. The way he finished. Nothing is there. You know, when serious matter comes, all the questions go. Allah SWT knows that these people, they keep asking questions, they keep arguments, nothing will happen. You know, the Quran is enough. Quran is enough evidence. The Prophet is enough to explain to the people. There is no new explanation. Even if we make the Quran double side, it's the same. Nothing will be new. There is nothing, no new argument. So Allah said the only argument can work for them is the punishment. Nothing else really. Nothing can make them to believe now. Because you know, the Quran has come really such a very Quran want Allah want to respect them, listen to the Quran and be believer. But some people don't like a children. Some children you explain to them with the love and nicely and properly, they don't listen. But you hate them, they listen. They, 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 are, they are not respected. Respected people, they listen the words. They understand the love, they understand the explanation, and they listen. But some people they only understand only one language when they harmful. For example, in your life. You can see some people, you be nice to them, they never listen to you. But somebody comes to them who can harm them, then they listen. You can see in this world, if you're nice, nobody listens to you. If you're gentle, nobody, if you're kind, nobody listens to you. But people listen always the people who are horrible, who are very, very, very bad, very tough, they listen to them. Why? Some people are like that. The noble people, they listen to nobility. And people who are mean, they'll only listen to the mean things. 
Allah wants to tell these uh, uh, Quraysh people, people of Arab, people of Makkah, and unbelievers, and everybody else that, you know, I respected you. I sent Quran to you. Every example so clear. Every argument so clear. And for so many different angles, they're enough to explain to you. But still, you don't listen. You just keep arguing. Now, nothing can stop your argument except one thing. And that is the punishment. Quran says, what stops, what has stopped the people? Who are the people? Same people. People of Makkah, Quraysh. The Quran is warning them. And because of them also everybody else. But here the context is the Quraysh, people of Makkah, Quran says what stops them to believe. What has stopped the people from believing? When the guidance has come to them. You know, clear guidance from Allah. You know, if, if, if you don't know the path and somebody guides you, then certainly you should follow. That's what the natural thing is. That if somebody guides you, follow. If these two did not know how to walk and a guidance came to them, so what stops them to follow the guidance? What stops them? You need, you need a guidance anyway and guidance has come to follow it. So what has stopped the people from believing when the guidance came to them, and to seek the forgiveness from their Lord. Why the Quran makes, you know, when guidance comes to believe and istighfar? Reason is because, you know, as I mentioned earlier, that people don't have proper knowledge. So whenever you do things, even if when you obey Allah, you cannot obey Him properly. Always something will be missing. So you need what? To ask Allah to forgive. You do subhanallah, you do alhamdulillah, but you do still mistakes. Still there are things missing. So what do you do? Istighfar. That's what you do. You do the prayer. Prayer is the most noble thing you can imagine really. But at the end of the prayer, what do you read? Allahumma inni to nafsi, bulman kathira. So you make dua, that is dua was taught by uh, Prophet to Abu Bakr Siddiq. Abu Bakr Siddiq is the best person doing the best action, the prayer. But at the end of the prayer, he has to say, he has to say what? Allahumma inni dhulam tu nafsi dhulman kathira wa la yaghfiru dhunuba illa anta faghfir li maghfiratan min andik wa rahamni innaka anta laghfuru rahim. You know this dua. This is the dua that people read in the prayer at the end. After you say, Tahiyyatu billah. Then you say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. And then after that you read this dua. That was the dua taught by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa came and said to him, O Allah the Messenger, what should I read at the end of my prayer? So the Prophet said, read this. Why? Though he is the best, best person. Because whatever we do, we always do wrongly. Always that problem. We never can do things completely. Never can do things properly, perfectly. Always understand. So Allah subhanahu wa said, what starts people when guidance came to them from believing. They should believe and they should ask their Lord to forgive. That was right attitude actually to believe and to ask Allah to forgive. But what is their way? They don't believe. And they don't ask forgiveness. They actually argue and they discuss and debate. This was that why debate and discussion is the one of the worst things in the religion. It never, never helps really. And one of the things I you know we have to warn many preachers, they argue. Don't enter into argument. If people ask you anything, explain properly, but don't enter into argument. Argument actually always harmful. Never, never. Don't think that you're going to convince people. You never can convince. If Allah cannot convince, who can convince? 
if the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam cannot convince, who can convince? Never make effort to convince people. Never make effort to make people speechless. That's not your job. What you need to do is just to explain to the people. Explain your point point properly. If they have any question, answer the question in a way the doubts have gone. As soon as you see that they just want to argue and debate, then leave them there. Don't want don't prove that you are a winner and you are going to win. Many many Muslim debaters their purpose is to prove that Islam is better than Christianity. Islam is better than Hinduism. It never works really. Because then you make Hindus to prove that they are better than you, and Christians that they are better than you. All the time, and you can see really on the YouTube there are so many mass you know, debates people have put between Salafis and Dewandis. You know they are in the masjid, in the mosque. What they do abuse each other. You can listen really. If it, you see this is the reason I should I should not follow any reason. You just hate everybody. They just fight and argue and quarrel and. Abuse each other, mother and father, everything. How can you prove that you are right by by that? Allah the way is what? Allah the way is you know just explain the truth. If people don't listen, leave them. So Allah is saying, you know, when the truth came to them, they should have believed and they should have asked Allah to forgive. But they argue. So what they are waiting? Except one thing: Illa anta atiyahum sunnatul awwaliin. You know, nothing nothing stop them except one thing: they want what sunnah of the early people. Sunna is the path which is walked again, again. Sunna to Sunna ya Sunna means you know to make a path. Sunna to means a path where people walk again, again. If somebody walks only once, it is not Sunna. So when we say Sunna, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam means what? Something which he did again, again. If the Prophet did something only once, it is not Sunna. Is it clear? Sunna only becomes Sunna when the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam did something again and again. That becomes Sunna. Or Umar Khattab or the last Sunnah will be something which he did again, again. The Sunnah. So Sunnah of early people is what something which happened again, again. Meaning in the past, similar thing happened. They were unbelieving people. Messengers came to them, warned them, explained to them everything properly. Revelation came to them, book came to them, but the people did not listen. And then what happened? Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala destroyed them. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please support us so we can continue to bring you world-class content at www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org/donate. And please don't forget to subscribe to deepdean.tv for more Islamic studies content in HD videos. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.